Hi, I'm Soraya Dinera. And I'm Amelia Dilks. And this is All Girls Considered at Wiley Middle School. And then today we're interviewing John O'Hole. So what exactly is Noonday and what role do you take part in? Okay, so Noonday Collection is a fair trade jewelry company and I am called an ambassador. So I partner with Noonday Collection to represent the artisans that we buy jewelry from and then I sell um, instead of having like a storefront, they have ambassadors, which is what I am. And then I set up trunk shows and do online sales to sell their goods. That's really cool. Um, what gave you the idea for Noonday? So I was actually at a conference called IF Gathering, and I heard Jessica Honiger speak. She's the founder of Noonday Collection. And my husband was getting ready to go to Africa on um, to build gardens, and I wanted a way to kind of help and get involved and when I heard Jessica share her story, um, I knew that that was something that I could do. I wanted to be a part of a give back model business, and that is what Noonday Collection is. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really cool how you get to like give back to others and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, how has your life changed since Noonday? Oh, gosh. I mean, a lot. And in ways that I didn't know, I've gotten to go to Ecuador and Guatemala. I've gotten to... I've got to meet a lot of new friends that have kind of similar mindsets. I've gotten involved in the adoption community because that's very prevalent in Noonday uh, collections. Um, that's how it all got started. Jessica Honiger was starting to adopt and needed to fundraise money. So um, it's just opened my eyes up to what uh, fair trade looks like and what um, earning um a fair trade wage looks like and working conditions and it makes me think about how I spend my money and what I give my money to. Yeah, definitely. My parents are teaching me a lot. Like it's important, things. yeah. What do you hope for in Noonday's future? Uh, I want to see it just continue to grow by more ambassadors joining, more trunk shows being hosted. Uh, whenever you actually go to the countries, uh, so we partner with third world countries, and you see girls like you that are now able to go to school because their moms have income and they aren't having to work because it's girls younger than you girls that are having to work to provide for their family. So seeing girls your age be able to go to school that is my passion, and to see you be whatever you want to be, not what you have to do to support your family. So I want to see it continue to grow for more jobs to be created for artisans. Um, can you tell us, um, the audience, a little about the podcast? Yeah, so I do a podcast with my good friend, Laura Walton, who I actually met through Noonday Collection. Um, so a neat fact about her is she is, like, top in sales of all of Noonday Collection, like, history. She um, is in the process of adoption. So we talk about that, but it's called All Things Good Podcast. And we talk about just how there's hard things in life, but you can find the good in everything. And we talk about different topics. Like last week we talked about sports and like we interviewed our kids and I have a ninth grader and a fifth grader. And we asked them, do you think I'm a nuts mom on the sideline? They said, yes. And so we talked about that. Um, we've talked about religion. We've talked about, um, gosh, pretty much all of it. I mean, insecurities, what it's like for women to try and find friends as an adult. And so it's been really fun. So we do it every releases every Thursday. So we record usually like Monday or Tuesday, edit it, comes out on Thursday and then, Start it over. Um, why did you start podcasting? 
So I'd had people tell me I should do one, but I didn't really know what I was going to talk about, and I didn't want to just do one to do one. And then um, one of my friends who actually has a really popular podcast called The Popcast, which is kind of how I met your teacher. So she um, she encouraged me, and we kind of talked about um, what that would look like. And then Laura Walton, she reached out to me and I wrote a blog post for her, just kind of talking to her. I, I did a blog post talking just a little bit about my life and it ended up being a popular post. And so she said, instead of blogging, which is still popular, but not as popular, everything's gone to po- podcasting. Would you do a podcast with me? So I liked the idea of doing one together and we just decided we weren't going to have a hard like theme. We were just going to kind of always bring it back to things being good. Um, how has your life changed since your podcast? It's been really fun. I've been really surprised. I First, we started out doing it every other week. And then um, we started getting more listens. And we realized we needed to kind of keep it fresh. So we started doing it every week. Uh, the people that I've met, um, again, I got to meet your teacher, um, Ms. Laird, like I got to meet her. So that's been really, I've made a lot of friends through it. And um, it's really nice to talk about topics that maybe people feel alone about, like adult friendships for women can be hard. And so talking about that and then people reaching out and saying, oh, I struggle with this too. I think that's really powerful. What was your inspiration to start a podcast? Yeah, I mean, it ended up being the blog post that I did um, talking about um, getting married kind of young and having my son young, and that spun off into just realizing that talking about topics that maybe weren't talked about openly would allow for a podcast. What is your favorite episode from your podcast? Let's see. Usually the episodes where we just kind of catch up and talk, I usually share way too much and end up telling an embarrassing story about myself. Um, Our most listened to is the adult friendships. And then after that, it's anxiety. So I think those, just because they're important topics, end up being my favorite. What do you see for your podcast in the future? Um, well, we need to just keep growing listen, listeners and downloads, and um, it's real important to get reviews because that kind of moves you up. But the best thing for a podcast is when other people share it, even more so than like just finding it on like the Apple podcast list. But when people say, you know, and they share it like on Instagram. So we've got sponsors, but to get more sponsors so it can really pay for itself. Um, but yeah, for just to kind of gain more followers and downloads. Yeah, I think it's really good, like, great how you're doing, like, so many things, like your podcast and Indian and stuff, and it's really Thank cool. you. I appreciate that. Um, so, what's your method for coping with, when you get stressed? Oh, gosh. I'm not great at that, but I tend to need, I have two kids and a husband, and I'm also an interior designer, so I do a couple things, but what I normally do is I take like an hour by myself just to either soak in a bath or go to Target and just (laughs) roam around, Um, maybe go get a pedicure, just something to where I can just kind of breathe and think about, like, is this a big of a deal as I'm making it? And I also, one thing that I really do and I kind of tell my kids to do is think about, like, if you've got a lot on your plate right now, say you have a busy week and you've got sports and you've got tests, I try to think in the future when all of it will be done and I can kind of focus on that. Like this time next week, this will be behind me and things will have calmed down.
There is an ad that this is from one of the members. Okay. There is an ad that predicts it will take 208 years for gender equality to be a thing. And what are your thoughts on that? Listen, I think with girls like you that are doing this, like I feel like that can be faster. I hope Mm -hmm. it's faster. And it definitely, I mean, I think that there's so much now with like the Me Too movement and women really standing up for what they believe in. Uh, I know I encourage my daughter to stand up for what she believes in and that she has a voice. So I think what it's going to have to take is people, your generation, really believing in yourself and believing in your worth and not accepting no for an answer. And eventually, companies are going to have to get behind that. I know my husband really supports gender equality and he um, runs his company. And so that's very important to him that the women are paid equally sometimes more, you know, depending, it's all should be depending on the value that you're bringing with your work. It has nothing to do with your gender. It shouldn't. Yeah, I agree. Because I feel like even being like just part of all girls considered mm-hmm. that like we're making a big impact. I love this. I've told everybody that I've talked to that y'all have this podcast. And I think that's so cool that it's a girl based podcast because so many things are male based. And I have a son and I have a daughter and I see how a lot of things are maybe geared towards him. And I think it should be fair. Have you ever experienced any sexism? Um, I would say definitely probably like in college more. Um, I think, you know, just kind of being dismissed maybe with my answers or not being called on um, or people thinking you're weak or, you know, whatever that looks like. Not so much. I fortunately married someone that is really stands behind me being his equal, and I think that's super important, that whoever your partner is treats you as an equal. Um, and so I've been fortunate in that area, but I have seen it done, especially when I visit these third world countries, and I meet women that are not allowed to work, um, that are not allowed to speak into, unless they're spoken to. So America is doing way better, but we still have a ways to go. Mm-hmm. What motivates you to do all of these amazing occupations? Oh, goodness. Listen, I think that's what I have to ask myself constantly so I don't get burnt out. I find joy in each and every one of them. I think with my interior design, like, that allows me to be really creative. It provides um, an income. I use Noonday as my passion project. That's my way of giving back. Um, I don't make a ton of money doing that, but I love doing it, and I know that it makes a difference. And then the podcast, I think, gives me a voice and allows me to connect to people. So because when I'm so busy with the other things, I can sometimes stay be by myself with my job and everything and just picking up kids and doing all of that. So the podcast allows me to kind of have these relationships. Um, if you weren't podcasting or being part of Noonday, where do you think you'd be now? Um, I would definitely probably work a lot more with my interior design stuff, which is a full-time job, but I can get burnt out on that just because of like doing so much for client stuff. Um, I don't know. That's a really good question. I think that I'd probably be volunteering more at my kid's school, which mm-hmm. I think my son's glad I'm not, and my daughter wishes I would. <laughs> so, Where do you see yourself in 10 years or so? Um, in 10 years, I'm going to have a 25-year-old and a 22-year-old. So I'm hopeful that my husband and I will be traveling. Like, that's our goal is to travel the world and see all the things. So that's my goal. 
Do you have any stories about Noonday or your podcast experience? Um, I think with Noonday, um, really getting to go into the people's homes, the artisans. Um, there's a girl. She's not a girl. She's a woman. Her name's Anna, and she's in Guatemala, and she is young, and she started this business. So she does a textile business, so she makes a lot of our scarves and our bags, and she started this company on her own, a woman in her community, and just recently the government there, it's like the he tried to raise her rent astronomical to where she would basically be out of business so yes so she decided to reach out to noonday since we have a partnership and noonday rallied around her raised enough money to help her get into a different building she started she opened up another location and seeing her just excel she's getting her master's she's crazy smart she rides a bus i forget how many hours um every week to go to school to get her master's so the fact that she's not only a young businesswoman. She's graduated from high school. She's got a college degree and now she's getting her master's like that. Whenever there's days where I feel like things are hard, I have to remember they're not that hard. That's and so, yeah, and she's it's really sweet how you guys were helping her out. Uh, it's, it's amazing. And helping others feels so much better than helping yourself. Yeah, definitely. And so. Who or what is your biggest inspiration? Oh goodness. Um, I I would say I've been reading about Corey Ten Boom lately. I love her. She helped um, save uh, Jewish people from the Holocaust. And um, just her strength and her perseverance has been something that's really spoken to me lately. Um, I love Brene Brown. She, I think, talks a lot about being vulnerable and the power of being vulnerable. So she's someone that I really look up to and I try to implement kind of her teachings into my life. What was your childhood slash life like before your podcast and your day and your interior? So um, I grew up in Alabama and um, I've always done interior design. Like even like in high school, in some ways I would do displays for different stores that I worked at and then they would hire me at other stores to do their displays. Uh, so I always knew that interior design would be something I wanted to do. I really wanted to be a buyer for like Nordstrom, like buy clothes and stuff. That that was like That's my dream. Crazy. Yeah, do it. And so go for it. And so I really wanted to be a buyer. But in college, um, aside from going to college, my parents on the side owned a coffee shop that was called the Bama Bean. And I ran that. I was the manager for that until we moved here. What would you like to say to the girls listening? I would say that do not take no for an answer. Um, ask questions. Ask a lot of questions. Um, ask smart questions. Um, really act on your dreams. And, you know, I get that, you know, it's like you can do whatever you want to do. Now, granted, you know, if you're tiny and you want to play in the WNBA, that might be hard. But it's like look at your dreams and see what can you do, what steps can you take every day to accomplish those dreams and never stop dreaming. Cause I think as you get older, sometimes when you become a mom or just the world kind of changes you, sometimes as women, we stop dreaming. And I think it's important that you never stop. Definitely. Um, so that's all the questions on the list. So now anybody who has a question is going to ask. Okay. Awesome. What is the biggest step you've taken in your career? I would say with my interior design, whenever I decided to go out on my own, that was terrifying. And I remember putting it out there that I was 
had my own business and I was worried nobody would respond, nobody would care, and I was overwhelmed with the response. So that was the scariest but also the most exciting step. So if you can pick one situation that you think was the worst, what was it? Oh, goodness. So um, so here's – maybe this is too much. I don't know. Um, so I actually got pregnant in college with my son. Um, and I remember that being so hard, and my husband and I um, – which we were not married at the time, that was, we thought everything was over. Like, we were like, oh my gosh, our dreams. But we knew, um, we are faith-based, and so we knew that we had maybe done something that we shouldn't have at that early of an age, but we wanted to still continue our life and do something so much better, and we wanted to be better for our son. And um, got married. My husband ended up going on and getting his MBA. And um, just really every decision that we made was to make sure that our son, who's now 15, he's at Rouse High School, that he knew he was, one, never a mistake, and two, that he's the best accident, (laughs) oops, that ever happened to us. And we were going to make sure that his life reflected that. So, Um, Do you think that with all the people that have helped you like your partnership and your podcast do you think they were a big help in who you are today oh yeah I mean my husband has been my biggest encourager from the beginning like he's always encouraged me to use my voice uh, to help others to put myself out there to believe in myself and my talents um my friend Laura she encourages me because sometimes I think that as girls we can feel like we're too much and sometimes we can feel like we're not enough. Mm-hmm. And I tend to kind of sit in both of those places. And I think that they encourage me to believe that I'm just enough. And so always find self, peop- surround yourself with people that believe in you. So this isn't really a question, but like I, so All Girls Consider is about like trying to get every girl's story out there. Mm-hmm. And I really loved how like you just, we're telling other girls' stories and, like, showing how amazing they are because that's just a great thing. So, yeah. Thanks. I love I love seeing women support other women. So, and I've had so many support me. So, like, just, like, your teacher asking me to do this, that meant a lot to me. So, I love sharing other people. Well, thank you so much for coming today and letting us interview you. It was really nice having you. Thank you. I love talking to y'all. Y'all had great questions. Yeah, you were awesome. Oh, y'all were awesome. <laughs>